Might I say, if you're a Liverpudlian and listening to us, Jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> like, subscribe, and or follow this if you really please and have your friends do the same because we figure, you know, sharing the stupidness is just better than keeping it all bottled up. That's so true. Thank you. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Actual court case names. Bump, bump. Uh-oh. And you just... You see, are you sure you want to do this? Because what if somebody decides they need to call librarians to read them these court <laughs> cases after they hear this? Oh, yeah, but you aren't going to read this for, for anything titillating. You'll read it so you can chuckle. Okay. And I saved the best one, the one that's perfect for you for last. Uh-oh. Back in 1876, a case was brought against a man accused of transporting whiskey across county lines with the in- intent to sell to a tribe of Chippewa Native Americans. It was then a violation of trade and treaty laws. Mm-hmm. In the case of the United States versus 43 gallons of whiskey. See, you thought just the government today were filled with idiots. <laughs> Second story. So this lady nearly backs into a police vehicle. Did the whiskey win? <laughs> don't know. They don't tell me that. Sent it away for 12 years. <laughs> got out for good behavior. By that time, it was 24 years old and whew, worth and a lot more. Who, folks who picked it up from the prison after its sentence. <laughs> Notice it had changed some, but still got a great price. So this lady nearly backs into a police vehicle because she can't see out her rear window. What with all the cats. It seems they'd been living in the car together for a couple of days. Police took custody of the cats. The woman was sent to the South Dakota Supreme Court. Oh, no, the police took custody of the cats. Uh, The woman went to the South Dakota Supreme Court in the case of. Yeah. South Dakota versus 15 impounded cats. (laughs) These are just not witty titles they come up with. Hang on. There's more. Texas farmer wanted to convert his farm into a partnership by transferring some assets to his teenage son. The commissioner of internal revenue said no can do. The farmer, Ray Batman, took it to court. Batman? Got to the court of appeals. Friends with Ironman? In the case of Batman versus the commissioner. Now you know why that one was for you. <laughs> oh, flame on. Wait a minute. I'm what? mixing my genres. Yes. Your genre of fours. I'm also miss- messing with universes. I just moved <laughs> Batman and the Marvel Universe and clashed them. To- that would be a war. Ooh, yes. Too bad Stanley didn't live to see it. Ah, well. Everybody knows the big national holidays, but I've come up with a few that you may not know. Okay. And some you may have heard of and thought were a joke, and they still are. <laughs> January 16th is nothing day. More of an anti-holiday, really. I think of all the times I went to work on January 16th. January 16th, you're supposed to celebrate exactly what it says. Nothing. That doesn't mean you need to embrace the howling void of oblivion. No. If you observe this holiday, you just don't get to celebrate any of the other illustrious holidays that share the date with it. You know, like, say, National Teacher's Day, which is a biggie. Nothing Day was was supposedly started 
by a San Francisco Examiner columnist back in 1973 by the name of Harold Pullman Coffin. He was destined for newspaper writing because I'm sure he took a little grief as he was growing up. Well, and you know what his column was called? Coffin uh, Corner. Did he cover the deadbeat? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fed up with every single special interest group claiming a special day for themselves, Coffin proposed that nothing day just be celebrated itself. I thought, you know, something about him I like. National Crab Stuffed Flounder Day is February 18th. <laughs> Seems a little niche. <laughs> just it is pretty much just what you think. Like National Peanut flounder. Butter and Jelly Day stuffed into your mouth. Oh, I'm sure there is somewhere. Flay of flounder rolled around stuffing consisting of crab meat, breadcrumbs, and seasoning. Sounds delicious. Uh-huh. Why would you make a holiday for it, I guess, is the question everybody's yeah, had. the question I have. Of course, there's the, you know, National Spaghetti Day, so. Yeah, that's true. March 8th is National Proofreading Day, which comes four days after National Grammar Day, which only seems fitting, doesn't it? Yeah, well, it should come a few days afterwards. It should, yep. There is, oh, I can't do that one. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. That's too specific and way too... Risque. May 1st no. is World Naked Gardening Day. <coughs> well, at least everybody's been warned. I heard of this. The purpose, of course, is to go out and garden nude to help people liberate themselves and help them reconnect with the natural world. That way you can you can get thorns and bug bites and dirt in places that shouldn't really have thorns and bug bites, bug bites and dirt. And dirt. Yeah. Uh, there's National Tau Day on June 28th. And no, they're not celebrating the guy from Major Crimes. Boy, there's a niche. Um, there's Lieutenant Tao in Major Crimes. Oh, okay. Long story. He was on the closer too, but let's not get into that now. That's fine. The premise of the day is simply that pi, P-I, not P-I-E, the good kind, uh, the approximate number 3.14 is used to calculate circle circumference. Yep. And this celebrates the premise that it's wrong. Some math nerds advocate for replacing the use of pi with Tao. Or roughly 6.28. Uh-huh. There's National Get Out of the Doghouse Day. Does anyone really need that one explained? No. No. National Wheel Your Toes Day on August 6th. Now they're just taunting my left foot. Which? which that's a movie, isn't it? Your left foot? National Wiggle Your Toe Day is June 1st. Uh, no, National Go Barefoot Day is June 1st. Okay. Then you have National Wiggle Your Toes Day on August 6th. Uh, nothing yet for arches or heels. I'm, I'm feeling a little left out. Holy Pete. National Dogs in Politics Day. September 23rd. I know, my brain went racing. All of them? No, basically it's a chance to honor the latest first dogs or dogs. Oh, well, that's just not any fun. No. The only highlight of this is they told me there's only one president in history to not have pets at the White House. Really? Actually, not true. There are three. Okay, James, and they are? James James K. Polk. Okay. And most folks are going, he is president? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Johnson and Donald Trump. Should be fun at beer trivia. Um, oh, and just for you, because I'm not, actually there are two just for you. Which would you like? December fifth is International Ninja Day. You, oh, you've never I noticed. You've never noticed on. it, of course, because you know. I mean, come on. Ninjas are <laughs> stealthy. They're very stealthy. Yeah, it's national. What's the, what are the 
Samurai Day, you'd know it right away. It'd well, because they'd be yelling and beheading people. Exactly. Willing and, and October 4th. Hey, let's leave Willie out of this. <laughs> and on October 14th, be bald and be free day. It is a time to remind people that it's okay if you don't have hair, whoever you are. Darn right. And actually, you look better without your hair. Have you seen your pictures of you as a kid? Kind of embarrassing. The uh, holiday I, was shh, the holiday was shh, was founded by the website Wellcat in protest to the entire industry of hair products. Mm. Not just any, the products catering to folks worried about losing their hair. Mm. Be bald and be free day serves to extol the virtues of uh, the chrome dome. You're welcome. Thank you. Could you get a shift of light a little bit, though? I'll just, can I do it like this? That'd be perfect. Okay. Perfect. Just exceptional, wonderful. So what's my biggest irrational fear? Having hair grow on your head? No, 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 no. You know this one. I do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you know this. Irrational fear and waking up and realizing what she's done? (laughs) After 40 odd years, I don't think that's going to. Biggest irrational fear is. Is is uh me enjoying uh my kingly throne status and having a snake appear under me and nibbling that one the old snake in the toilet bite butt thing yeah yeah or something you have nether regions i may have to add this to the list Uh oh a couple of weeks ago dr bine das who teaches law at uh utkal university in india Uh was minding his own business, responding to the biological imperative. Uh When upon lifting the toilet seat, he came face to face with a monitor lizard. Yep, that'd be worse than a snake. It was stuck. Oh, I don't care. (laughs) So Mr. Mr. Doss did what anyone might. He called the snake helpline. Two experts... Well, you know, we've found this out that in, in countries that are in that those subtropical regions, snake removal is a thing, right? He calls the snake helpline. Two experts worked for some time to free the now rather alarmed lizard until they finally asked Mr. Doss if they could break his toilet to free the animal. Mr. Doss gave his permission. The lizard was set free in an appropriate location. I believe at Mr. Doss's ex-wife's house. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.